letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Thursday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include a look at security upgrades at the Mall of America, some colder weather on the way, and a big concert announcement. But we begin with local reaction to the tragic mass shooting in Maine. Minnesota's Public Safety Commissioner calling the mass shooting in Lewiston senseless and inexcusable. Bob Jacobson says, unfortunately, it's a sad reminder that this type of incident can happen anywhere. He says, in addition to the impact on the victims' families, something like this is beyond difficult for first responders. And those police officers that are out there every day doing this work, and the ones that had to respond to this horrific situation too, my heart goes out to those first responders, police officers, paramedics, uh, hospital staff and personnel, those community members that are dealing with this. Again, it just it breaks my heart, even from the state of Minnesota to the state of just knowing what they're going through. 18 people were killed, 13 were injured. The suspect is still on the loose. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. And CBS News correspondent Jim Crisula with the latest on the deadly mass shootings. Authorities now say 18 people were killed in shootings at a bowling alley and restaurant in Lewiston, Maine. 13 others were injured. Maine State Police Colonel William Ross. Approximately eight people at this point have been identified. Ten of these victims still need to be identified at this time. An intense manhunt is underway for 40-year-old suspect Robert Card. He's said to be a firearms expert and he is in the Army Reserve. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Minnesota Governor Tim Walz and Blaine today breaking ground on the state's new emergency operations center. Governor Walz stressed the importance of continuing to improve the state's emergency operations capabilities after seeing tragedy unfold in Maine after an active shooter event unfolded earlier this week. Talking with Governor Mills this morning, uh, certainly offering any support we can have, both physical support, um, also the emotional support that's going to go on, thinking of a community about the size of Mankato, experiencing this type of tragedy. The $41 million project is funded through the 2020 and 2023 capital investment bills. In Blaine, Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. As the Mall of America readies for a busy holiday shopping season, WCCO Radio's Mark Fry takes a look at the team tasked with keeping mall goers safe. From bike patrols to plainclothes officers, a canine unit, uniformed patrol officers, and even an intelligence analyst, the Mall of America's comprehensive security team is regarded as one of the best in the nation. It starts with the training. It's usually three months, if not a little more, uh, and around 500 hours of, of training that's been invested into them. That's 10 to 12 times the national standard, according to Will Burnjelm, the mall's vice president of security. He says they're always looking for ways to improve, including adding gun-detecting dogs during the upcoming holiday shopping season. We can't have observe and report officers here. It doesn't work. We have to have independent thinkers who can go out there and problem-solve, make good decisions, think outside the box, um, and, and really figure it out for themselves. Mark Friday's Talk 830 WCCO. Congresswoman Ilhan Omar was the only member of Minnesota's congressional delegation to vote against a resolution in support of Israel. The resolution condemned Hamas and reaffirmed Israel's right to self-defense. Omar says she agrees with that, but voted against it because it fails to acknowledge and mourn the Palestinians killed by Israelis in retaliation. 
Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Minnesota Governor Tim Walz weighing in on the question of whether former President Donald Trump's name should be added to next year's presidential primary ballot. The state Supreme Court here is expected to hear a case that could block former President Trump from appearing on the presidential ballot next year. Oral arguments are set for November 2nd. It was back in September. A group of voters filed a suit claiming a little-known provision in the 14th Amendment of the Constitution to argue that he is ineligible to be president because of his actions following the 2020 election. And Governor Tim Walz speaking about the case yesterday on MSNBC. This was insurrection against the United States government, and that's what they're proving in Georgia, and people around the former president are admitting it. They're, they're pleading guilty. You don't plead guilty if you didn't do it. The lawsuit could knock Trump off the ballot for Minnesota's Super Tuesday primary for March 5th of next year. A suspect is in custody after allegedly shooting at a Minneapolis Park police officer at a popular city lake. An officer was investigating an illegally parked car when a man came up and confronted him. Shortly thereafter, the man pulled a gun and both exchanged gunfire. Neither was hit. The suspect fled and was caught a short time later. Park Police Chief Jason Ahato. It's an absolute miracle that nobody was, was killed in this incident. Like I said, I watched the body camera footage. Uh, there was an exchange of gunfire at a relatively short distance, and um, I'm extremely thankful that our officer is okay. The 24-year-old man is currently in custody and facing charges of attempted murder. In Minneapolis, Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Laura Oaks. Automaker Hyundai says it's holding two mobile clinics in early November in the Twin Cities to provide a software update for vehicles targeted by thieves. They say the update takes less than 30 minutes. The clinics are part of a broader service campaign the company launched earlier this year that provides free steering wheel locks for police departments to distribute. Minneapolis clinics will be November 10th and 11th in St. Paul, the 12th and 13th. The continuing rain today means another dent in our months-long drought. WCCO Radio Chief Meteorologist Paul Douglas says since the end of last month, much of the state has received over 10 inches of rain, which has been a big help. And now with colder temperatures in the forecast, there's snow. Could be a coating of slush on some lawns and fields and maybe some bridge overpasses. They tend to freeze up first, and I think Saturday morning we'll wake up to temperatures close to freezing, and it's not going to get very warm on Saturday, maybe mid-30s. And the cold air arrives later this afternoon and tonight. As downtown Minneapolis works to bring back its vibrancy, the Minneapolis Downtown Council has named a new leader. Former chair of the Metropolitan Council, Adam Dunnink, is the new president and CEO of the organization, replacing the retiring Steve Kramer, who led the council for 10 years. He'll be tasked with finding new ways to revitalize downtown, which has seen fewer workers actually coming into the office since the pandemic. During his time with the Met Council, Dunnink was credited with helping rein in the cost of the Southwest Light Rail Transit Project. He'll also oversee the Minneapolis Downtown Improvement District. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Finally today, a big concert announcement this morning. Chris Stapleton bringing his All-American Road Show to the Twin Cities next year. The country music star, along with special guests Lainey Wilson and Marcus King, will play U.S. Bank Stadium Saturday night, April 6th. Advanced sale tickets available next Thursday, November 2nd, with general sales the following day, Friday, both at 10 a.m. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peters in News Talk 830 WCCO.